New on Curiosity Stream. From time to time, we have collisions between asteroids and the Earth. We track them. We study them. We hope the big one never comes. Don't look up. It's Asteroid Rush. And alligators. They rarely get sick. They even outlasted the dinosaurs. Could they hold the secret to human longevity? Their blood could have antibacterial applications. Wade into the investigation on immortal alligators. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. All right, a very special edition of the Bradford Show. Um, not only because Ian Brown's on it, because we have another person on it. Uh, Ian Brown of MLB.com, by the way. Always good to see you. Your you smiling too. face. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, this one, this one is a good one. It's the reason. It's a reason. It's an example why you su- should subscribe to this thing. It's free. You can listen anytime you want. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all the above. And there is no better example of that is today because we had Ian and I had the David Ortiz in the chair, right? Yeah, it was big. I mean, I thought getting Michael Silverman on was pretty big that after we wrapped big. up with the Herald. Was that the last time you were on? Yeah. When you were on? I wasn't on that one. But oh, you uh, weren't? Okay. Was, oh, you're saying like a couple yeah, episodes I mean, have, again. Just to, you talk about A-list guests for the year, Michael Silverman and now David Ortiz. That was. We're going to do the power rankings of A-list guests. But obviously we've been wanting to talk to David for a while. It's been just over three months since he was shot. Um, I gave him a T-shirt. I told him, you get shot, you get a Bradford Show T-shirt. So... If you want yeah. another one, you know what you have to do, Ian. <laughs> I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll. He'll settle for his one shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Um, so we just taped this. Uh, I, you, it was pretty good. You right? Correct? Yeah. I mean, he was as always from the heart, and uh, what came across to me is just um, how down he got during this whole process. Because that's what you didn't see through all the public statements. Because all we heard was you know the statements that his family was putting out, and we didn't really know. Um, what he was going through, um, and he was so down. Well, the question, you asked very good questions, so I'm not, I'm not discarding your questions, but the question I asked about what was, what was your lowest point, yeah. and he had brought up the whole thing about when he returned to Boston and they had to have the third surgery, which is crazy to think about that you get out of the Dominican Republic, you get out of those hospitals, you medevac up to Boston, you have the best care around, and then they find something, as you're going to hear, he says, that they had never seen before. 
I mean, I guess the on one way to look at this is that imagine if he wasn't in Boston and they had that bacterial issue. Yeah, no, that was kind of startling to hear that uh, that they had never seen that that kind of infection before, and it just I mean that's the real fear in a lot of these cases. You think somebody's out of the woods, and then they kind of get this infection, and that can be uh, really bad. So I think he you know he realizes that he's fortunate. All right, so we got to get to it. People want to hear what David Ortiz has to say. People want to hear Ian Brown asking his excellent questions. Um, so thanks for thanks for uh, allowing me to do this this way. Yeah, I think it worked out well. For yeah, me. I think it's, everybody's a win. The, the, the great game of podcasting is a real winner today. All right, here you go, David Ortiz. All right, so David, anything happened the last three months? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, um, I have been living an experience. Um, the past in four months but yeah well three 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 months you're right and something it's a life experience man and just thanks god happy to be here happy for uh the opportunity to be here you know and thanks god every day you know so thankful and grateful to be able to uh, um at least have a conversation with y'all what do you, i mean just take us back to to that night, I mean, what do you, what do you remember? Uh, looking back, what I remember was that I have a wonderful day. That day, we, uh, my kids, you know, going to a facility where they were driving cars and playing around, and all of a sudden, I decided to go with a friend of mine. There's one place that I, it's a very nice place where a lot of big time people go and sit down and have a drink, and all of a sudden, I got shot. You know, something that uh. <coughs> Um, I would never forget about you. So you're just going out. You're just like a lot of ton of different nights in Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. You know, you just go out. You're going out. You're sitting around. How long were you there for? I was there for like I would say hour and a half, two hours. So you're just hanging out, hanging out, having conversation with people. You know, this place wasn't a club. This place was like in a patio kind of type of place where you go have lunch have a drink have conversation because um, that was that was a little confusing for people here when they first started talking about it they thought it was a club it wasn't a club we just in an outdoor uh, patio basically where would just sit down and they serve you well that was I think I talked to Eduardo Nunez and that's he had been there before yeah. he said I can't he's like I can't fathom something like that happened at that place. Me neither. I, I, I go there like pretty much once in a while when, I, when I'm back home, only on Sunday, and never heard of a problem there, never heard of anything bad happening there before. I think my experience was the first one ever happening there. What do you remember just about you remember being on the ground after you were shot and just kind of being scared, you know, what was that uh, What was that whole thing like for you? Yeah, I mean, I got shot and I, to be honest with you, I wasn't hurting, I was just, like, I don't know if, if it is just... You weren't hurt? You didn't feel it? No, I didn't feel no. it. I feel like a little burn, you know, but I don't, I don't, I don't even look at that. I know that I was hurting, you know. Uh, because of the impact or the, and the sound, but I start hurting later, right when I was about to walk into the uh, 
to get a surgery. It took that long for the, I mean, I don't know what it's like to get shot. And you, you didn't know what you it was like to know. get shot. You don't want to know. <laughs> so did it, I mean, looking back at it, when you hear people get shot and you have an idea of this is what it's going to feel like, it was, so it wasn't anything like what you probably I, I thought guess it was. everybody's different. So depend, you know, I guess everybody's different. But in my case, the only explanation that I can give you is that I feel like something was burning and I was basically losing. You know how your body needs to have a searching point so you stabilize and you know what you're doing? Right. I feel like that was walking away from me at some point. Not right away, but at some point I, was, I wasn't feeling the strongest I feel. And it, I guess it was because I was bleeding, and and um, that's what happened when you get shot. I guess. Was that when you first started to get scared? Like when you, like you said, you started to lose, like feel like you were. I, uh, to be honest with you, right before the doctors get me into the room, I start feeling this weird pain, and. Then I started getting worried right there. But I was already all taken care of. Basically, the doctor told me, don't worry, we got you, we're gonna take care of you. So I don't, then I, I pass out. They put me down. Yeah, the thing, yeah, so I don't, didn't get to know any more about me until the next day. What do you remember, so you go back to like you said, it, 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 it didn't hurt, but do you remember the chaos around you? Do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That hospital got loaded. Um, now we're after, I guess, you know. But the doctors and everybody can believe that it was me that was on the bed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was. It was. The news went across the country right away in less than an hour. I know that because it's a lot of people that they were like, man. They they say that you got shot, and the news was spraying out, and a lot of people was like, I thought it was somebody bullying me or something like that, you know. It, they a lot of people thought that that wasn't true, you know, that I got shot sitting in the bar and stuff like that. So you don't see that every day. Yeah. No, you know, so you, you don't you see it. This, you don't see it any day. No, and back home, you know, back home people like to to mess around, you know, saying that yeah. something happened to. To celebrity that never happened before, hmm. that didn't really happen. So that's why people take a minute to people to believe that that really happened to me. Yeah, my son came out of his room and I was watching the Bruins game. He said David Ortiz got shot. I was like, shut up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I'm saying? It didn't yeah. feel real. You know? So yeah, but he, he, he spread out pretty fast. When did when did you get the most scared? When were you the most scared? I started getting scared about this uh, once I was going through the process. Mm. That I had to get a third surgery. You, know. you mean not when you came back to Boston? So yeah, after I'm here. Yeah, so, I mean, the most scared you got actually was when you after you came to Boston? Really? Yeah, because of now I know what I'm dealing with. Now I know where I got damaged. And I know that those parts uh, wasn't working the way the doctor respects. So, they started talking about third surgery. Then, when I was hearing all that, because you get scared because when that happens, you get scared because you don't know if you're going to be able to survive. But then I survived, and my next 
thing to worry about it was what am I going to be like after everything and that's when you really start worrying about things like what were you like what did you think might happen to you like after that Third surgery. Well, I, I thought I wasn't going to be able to be who I am now, yeah. to go back to normal, you know. And, you know, at some point I started losing hope because I have a second surgery that basically was going to be, they, they had, I had a second, it was, it was basically they went in to make sure that everything that they did back home was the right thing to do. Right. And. I don't know if that counts as a surgery or not, but they went in. Yeah. So you expecting things to start going back to normal at some point because they figured that everything was fine. But then all of a sudden, I got this bacteria that they never had seen before. Really? Yeah. So a mass general. Well, that's the crazy thing, right? So yeah. they get you to Boston, mm -hmm. which is supposed to... You know, that seems like the best thing possible yeah. for you, right? Yeah. The best hospitals no, in the world. Nah, not it was. It's the best thing right. that can ever happen to a guy like me. That was the best thing that happened to me, to be honest with you. Because at Mass General, they discovered that this bullet gave me a bacteria that they had never seen before. And you know that if they haven't seen it before... They told you that. They said, we've yes, never seen this before. No, we are... We're going to, you know put some things together they they had this team antibacterial team who man these people just they were on me like nothing before you know like they were really on me hard because they want to get this out of my body and um reality is that uh they did man but they fight with it like how close, like how bad did it get with, with the bacteria in Boston? Well, the reason why they went in for third time, it was because of it. Because the bacteria have my intestinal kink, yeah. and that wasn't able to function. Yeah, so you were worried about being you know, disabled, handicapped, you know, anything like that? I wasn't worried about that. I was more worried about, you know, me being able to eat the way I like yeah. it. <laughs> quality of life, right? Yeah. <laughs> that got me worried, man. Like, I, I I spent six weeks without eating or drinking. You know, I had this tube going from my nose to my stomach that was the one would dictate what I was going to, whatever I get in my stomach, that tube would get it back up. I used to shit it sometimes a little bit, trying to drink water because I was get so I would get so thirsty. This two would have been like, uh, because -uh. it, it wasn't nothing was passing down. What was the lowest point for you? I guess you know when you start losing hope, like right after, before and after I got my third surgery, I, I was, then I was losing weight and and it wasn't looking right. You know, Pam can tell you she was there every day. She told me. Pam, if I had another mic, she you can, could come over. She can. <laughs> she came to see me every day. She know. She know. Just like my family, you know, things that I went through, you know. And at some point, you start losing hope. Right after I got my third surgery, a week after, I still not been able to swallow or drink anything. Think about it. 
and but then yeah, I did that voluntarily. I lost fifty pounds, but first of all, I can't imagine that one is mandatory. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that. I mean, I can't. I mean, you must have been like you said. You were worried that you were able. Pro- you probably were going to eat ice chips the rest of your life. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was bad though. But in the other hand, you know. Um, Dr. King and everybody there was very confident, was very, uh, they motivate you. They, <clears throat> Dr. King, he, every time, he keep on telling me, do not worry, you're going to be fine. Never, he, 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 he kept never, saying that? He never gave me any doubt about even when he told me that I was that he was gonna have to go in again because of the bacteria, he was not worried about anything. What about uh, that whole experience going on the medevac? I mean, do you remember that? I mean, that must have been kind of crazy going going, on, going on from the Dominican back to Boston. The special like plane and the, the, the special the the, met, the special plane. You know what? To be honest with you, I didn't feel any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was so dope from yeah. medication that I. I, I remember one thing. I remember telling my dad, hey, dad, cover my feet. I'm feeling a little cold, and then I pass out. Yeah. And next time I wake up, it was when I got to Mass General. I don't even know when they took me out of the airplane yeah. once I got here. All I know is that I opened my eyes once I was getting out of the ambulance, going into Mass General, and then, boom, pass out again because they took me into the room right away. Too. So when do you remember finally being like, I'm going to be okay. Like, when did you finally feel kind of like yourself again? Um, so one week, one week went by after I got my last surgery. And then food started, you know, making sense to me. Like, the smell kind of, like, started calling my attention. So I told my sister to make me the soup that she made, which was delicious. And... I basically start start fighting with myself, basically training my stomach because once once you spend that much time without eating, your stomach is a muscle, which is, is kind of trained, you know. So I start having soup, and I will get full right away, but I will continue, you know, yeah. until I feel like I want to eat. Yeah. Then my appetite start coming back, and but I wasn't able to eat anything solid yet until I got to my house. So once I got to my house, I was, but the doc, doc, doctor came here, we used to tell me, look, you're gonna have a small portion today, and if it feels good, you get a bigger portion next day, and then you start increasing it like that. And let me know if you start feeling sick or something, you know, so. But I never did, I was, I was good. Let's get to after you talked a little bit about it with the TV guys, about you know a lot of stuff happened, came out, and and if you can just sort of address those rumors, address like all the stuff that came out. There was a million different things, and that's why you hired a private investigator. I understand <clears throat> that. Yeah, I, I it was so many rumors out there, uh, but like I told them, you know, the Dominican is a country that. Social media disinform you somehow, some way, because there is no consequence. You know, 
There's people that they come out there with some things that they're not true just because they want to get followed or get some likes, you know. So it's a lot of rumor, a lot of bad things came out, but not one of them was related to what really happened to me. And that's why I hired an investigation, an investigator, to make sure that what I was told by the Dominican authority was, you know, was was it. And uh, that's how it has been, you know what I'm saying? So I can complain about that. But that's why, you know, I I feel like I want to have this type of conversation with y'all so y'all, you know, get to know what really happens. You know, I don't really know what really ended up happening, what was the reason, but I got I had no choice but guide myself based on what the Dominican authority told me because I had no enemy. I don't You still have no idea. I have no clue. I have no clue, you know. It's more based on, you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Hmm. More likely. Do you feel safe now? I mean, do you feel without security? Do you feel are you still kinda just leery after something like that happens to you? I feel safe, you know, I feel fine. I, I just not gonna be walking around back home like I used to. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it's not like I feel safe, safe, safe because people get shot here in this country also, but I don't have problem with nobody, you know. So I don't feel like I have to be uh, uh, um, all full of fears and stuff like that. But uh, sometimes situations happen to you because you either care less or you don't. In my case, I never thought that something like that was going to happen to me, especially back home. But but it happens, and once it happens, you got to you know be more careful. The, l- the last thing for me is is did you ever get you get mad? Like whether it's you get mad, hey, listen, I got shot. You get mad about the rumors. You get mad about not being able to eat. Like did you I did it get to the point where you got mad, or you're just like, hey, listen, it's a, if a, it's a life thing. It made me mad. The only thing that made me mad is, you know, when you look at the scar that you get and the way things happen to you for no reason, that make you angry. But at the same time, you know, what made me peaceful is just, you know, being able to, to thank God for, you know, me continue being alive, being here. So it's a balance that you have to create mentally. So you don't go crazy about it, you know. I, I, I have seen people before that worst situation happened that they just either can't survive or the rest of their life, you know, it's in a struggle. Thanks God that's not my case, you know. I went through a situation, tough situation, but I'm back to, I'm, I'm on my way to be back to be normal. So other than the, other grateful. than the shirt, you you do look normal. Hmm? Other than the shirt, you do look totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I brought you a T-shirt. You always say pimp, pimping ain't, e- ain't easy, right? <laughs> 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 yeah. Last one for me. Yeah. Just uh, you know, when, when do you, um, you know, when do you see yourself going back home to the Dominican and kind of you know what what, what is that? How emotional is that going to be for you to go back there for the first time? Well, like I have plenty things to do now. Plus, I got to go to L.A. to work on my uh, playoff thing. So, probably not into November, you know, uh, far down there. Got my family and everything in front over there. So, it's going to be really good to go back home and be able to spend time with the family and stuff. Can't wait. 
Is it going to be tough, though? Is it part of it going to be tough going back there just because of what happened? Not really, you know. Like, I'm in a strong person mentally, you know. I, I, I have seen things worse happening to people, and people get through it, you know. So I guess that's going to be my case. Thanks, David. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Great talking to you. New on Curiosity Stream. With my infrared drone, I can see what others can't. Drone pilot Doug Thrawn uses his bird's eye view for the ultimate good, saving animals from desperate situations around the globe. Join the rescue effort on a new season of Doug to the Rescue. And you captured a Confederate steamboat. We're taking a ship to freedom. An enslaved crew, a stolen vessel, and a Civil War dash to salvation on impossible escapes. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are twenty dollars, just a dollar sixty-seven a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means high visibility polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and not to mention they replace lost and broken shades. Shady Rays includes lost or broken protection on every new pair purchased. They'll send you a brand new pair if you lose or break them, no matter what happened. See ShadyRays.com for details. Shady Rays offers free 30-day returns and exchanges so you can find the best fit for you. Try them, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America with your order, adding to over 20 million meals donated to date. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com MLB to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's ShadyRays.com MLB for the best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs. And try for yourself the polarized sunglasses rated five stars by over 150,000 people.